Welcome to the Socket and Spin Podcast. That's right, that's right. We're back for episode six of the Socket and Spin Podcast on this month's episode. Our letter of the month this month is the letter F. Uh, we've got the latest tracks from the likes of Merman, Do Nothing, Husky Loops. We've got an exclusive interview with Jarvis Cocker. We caught up with the guys from Octopus last week and we'll be playing their new single. And we're going to play a vintage track that kind of sums up the times at the moment. Uh, all that to come on this month's episode. <laughs> That's right, Jacob. All that and more on this month's Suck It and Spin podcast. Uh, how are we doing, guys? Good, thanks. How Contained. are you? Contained. <laughs> yeah, Quar- quarantined. Yeah, I'd like to say, do I know what you see? Like a lion in the zoo who's caged and wants to get out. I'm more like the panda who just couldn't give a fuck and just stuck in. So <laughs> that's pretty much me. Is, the there, is there a panda equivalent at Carol Baskin out there that can, uh, <laughs> can we come in after yeah. you? I feel like a cheese sandwich that's been shoved in a lunchbox and been taken to Thorpe Park, but the kid's found a fiver in his pocket, so he's actually gone and got some burger and chips, and this cheese sandwich has just been sweating in this lunchbox all day and then just gets chucked in the bin at the end. I don't know, you'd eat it on the way home, wouldn't you? Nice sweaty cheese <laughs> on the way you home. Might. While you might. you tell while you tell everyone how good the log flume was. Yeah. <laughs> just just once, a bit of insight into my childhood there. I, w- I once went to Camelot and I'd accidentally left a chocolate muffin in my bag and I didn't notice uh, for weeks. I put it in a pocket, a seldom used pocket of my rucksack. Went to Camelot, got my picture on a ride. I was like, oh, I'll put it in the front pocket so it's safe. Opened it and realised that this chocolate muffin was now more of a, a jungle growing in my... Uh, oh, in my chocolate pocket. muffin as well. Come on, really? Yeah, like, damp one. You, you, yeah, you don't, you don't even let that touch the side. You don't see the inside of a pocket. You inhale it as soon as you see it. <laughs> exactly. It goes chocolate muffin, frubes. Baby Bell, and then you might yeah. eat your sandwich at the end. And, and if you're really, really hungry, you have that little box of raisins. But yeah, you, you, you never I used that. to love them. They were my favourite bit. Shock, shock. You know what? Speak, speaking of stuff like this, I went on a school trip when I was five. And I, my pride and joy when I was five, six was a, a purple Batman lunchbox with a Batman cup. And I uh, took the Batman cup to Southampton Botanical Gardens and uh, accidentally threw it in the bin. And I cried on the way home. So, yeah. In Southampton on a school trip. No, Southport. Southport. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you said Southampton. <laughs> yeah, I cried on the way there because I was going to Southport on a school yeah. trip. <laughs> but yeah, because you anyway. weren't going to Southport's uh, version yeah. of the Pleasure Beach. No, no. So I love the traumatizer. No, oh, that was it. Sure, that was it. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. We, yeah, we once went on a school trip on the to the Tesco across the road from Pleasureland in Sainsbury's. <laughs> <laughs> we pulled up at we pulled up at a Sainsbury's, looking at all these roller coasters, <laughs> and then we went and looked at some bread ice cream. Here's what you could have won. Yeah, seriously. Anyway, anyway, enough about that. Your your teachers were cruel. Yeah, we went. How are you? <laughs> you don't know the half of it. <laughs> That's a form of corporal punishment, that, isn't it? Yeah. We're going to drive you all the way to Southport, mate, to make you watch the roller coasters yeah. from the yeah. car park we and local Tesco's. <laughs> After PE, we used to do waterboarding as well. So, yeah, it was a pretty tough school. Not as fun as it sounds. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> How are you doing, Coyd, anyway? Uh, I'm all right. Um, 
I'm drinking my body weight in beer on a daily basis. Um, Some of the the videos and pictures you're sending to me are very risque after hours. Yeah. Well, you got to have fun, yeah. yeah, it's like Hollyoaks after dark. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> but normal Hollyoaks PG thirteen. Yeah. <laughs> shall we? Uh, shall we proceed with the show, guys? Yeah, um, let's proceed. Let's go. I think we should. Enough lunchbox chatter. chatter. <laughs> I could go on about them all day, but yeah, let's proceed. Cool. Well, uh, we'll play a track and then we'll get on to the fact of the month. This one is by Merman. Uh, it's a latest single, Panama. Um, it's a cracking track. Check them out if you want. They're from London, but the lead singer is originally from Preston um, before he made oh, the move down there. So there yeah. is a local There's a local element there. Uh, this one is called Panama. Really making a splash.
And that was Merman with their uh, new single, Panama. Uh, absolutely belting tune it, I, uh, in my uh, humble opinion. What did uh, you guys think of it? Jolly good. Jolly good. I really Jolly enjoyed good. it. Uh, yeah, really up-tempo, really upbeat. Yeah, it's a bit of a banger, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah, we were, we were rocking out on the cameras. Good job the video's not going out. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You mean, thank God the video isn't going out. Yeah. (laughs) Maka put on quite a show for those of you who can't currently see us in the studio here. (laughs) Just put back on your clothes. Yeah. Very much enjoying that one. Yeah, Um, the dry ice is a bit tender on your nipples. (laughs) Hey, I Um, I love the dry ice. We are we are going to uh, speak to our friends within the Manchester music industry and very much persuade them to try and put Merman on at some point in in Manchester. As I said, the singer's from Preston, so uh, they, are, they, are, they, they have a local element, um, <laughs> but they are very much overdue a Manchester gig. So we will get them one. I, uh, do we know I, anyone in Manchester who can put them on? I don't know, Rob. Do you know anyone? Um... Uh, maybe, I mean, maybe a couple of a couple of people, you know. Uh, I don't know if you've ever heard of sabotage. Uh, Clang, pick that pick up. That up. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we have. <laughs> you mention them pretty much on every single show, but yeah. Do you, know, you know, do you know sabotage, then, Rob? I know them very well. Yes. You're kidding yes. me. You're some some kidding. people might say I do work for and with what? sabotage. Yeah. Get he's out got, of town. He's got got many fingers in many pies, as our Robert. Hey. Uh, yeah, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get on to him. We'll, we'll we'll get those guys sorted out with the gigging man. Robin his pie fingers. <laughs> you little reaper. Worst case scenario, we can have him on at Suck It and Spin Presents in Darwin, which would be great. But I'd like to see him play a Manchester show as well because I I know that they're the perfect band for for that sort of crowd. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, moving on, uh, it's time for the what is it? The Suck It and Spin Letter of the Month. It's. The letter of the month. It's the facts of the month. Facts of the month. And what letter are we on this month, Rob? Uh, We're on letter F this month. Foxtrot. F. Did we go with the Fratellis? We didn't go with the Fratellis. Um, Uh, False. In fact, you can't five. go for five. Five would have been amazing. You can't, can't, (laughs) because five five is actually written with the number five, then I've, so it's five, I've. That's yes. the name of the band. That's yeah, it is, yeah. Five Five. That's the reason why. Five. So would that mean we could do uh, our letter of the month about five on episode thirty-one? Because then we'd have gone all through the letters and we can start on numbers. Who else could we have? We could have, we could have two pack. Yeah. Can you count to ten in bands? Because you've got ten oh, cc. You've got yeah. five. Two pack, uh, one night only. To- three three yeah. degrees, four <laughs> tops, one night only. Yeah, then we're getting Five. somewhere here. We've made it. It was six. S Club Seven. I've got that one in the bank. So I'm <laughs> that. Uh, oh, uh, anyway, sticks. go on, Robert. Who have we got this week? Um, this month, this month uh, we're going for um, the fall. Oh, fall. Well, the fall Bold slash Marquis Smith. Um, it is pretty much Marquis Smith's band, isn't it? It's yeah. The 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 fall are just a, a name for, but yeah, Marquis yeah. Smith. An, an extension Smith of featuring the fall. Yeah, yeah <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. I imagine there are a lot of incredibly good facts about Marquis Smith. 
Uh, there's quite, well, there's quite a few regarding the band. I've had to sort of trim them down really? um, because yeah. it was absolutely <laughs> so much content. Just so much content of him being. Well, him. you'll you'll hear, but yeah, just being him. Um, so yeah, it's yeah. There's quite a lot of stuff. Um, I'm going to kick off with uh, <laughs> Marquis Smith <laughs> once spent an entire gig, an outdoor entire gig. Chasing a plastic band, a plastic bag around the stage that was being blown by the wind because <laughs> he was absolutely steaming. I mean, we've all done that at a live gig. Yeah, <laughs> I want something fresh, Rob. I want something I do, fresh. I do remember when I went to festivals when I was a kid, and I was one of those kids that went round collecting the paper cups. You yeah. do that now, don't you? You know, yeah, you know, you get ten p for each of your paper cups. <laughs> have we got a guest marker? We, we got a guest on the show today. Yeah, we certainly have. We certainly have my uh, niece and nephew coming in to get their musical instruments. Uh, <laughs> give them a slot on the show later on if they want. What are they called? What, what's the name of the uh, band? Gruffalo's Tears. Gruffalo's uh, Tears. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The CBB's uh, Death Rock Metal Band. Pretty much support. <laughs> Supported by play days. Um yeah. just throwing <laughs> bits of connects at four at me shouting fetch. So that's good. I won't mind, but the twenty-two. <laughs> <laughs> have you um have you seen um obviously you've seen that BBC guy who's um just, a guy who's yeah. doing an interview on the BBC and his kid yeah. comes in and then the other kid comes in and the nanny drags him out. Have you seen the other guy who's, yeah. who's doing a live thing on the BBC and his lad comes in, he's about seventeen, he's live on the BBC and he just turns around and starts going, Fuck off, fuck off, that, we just that fuck off. Yeah, that's that real. He's like, it's real. He's like, well, you I thought that was fake. The fucking <laughs> no, that's, that's got to be staged. That absolutely be no staged. way. That's no crazy. Way. Yeah. Well, just to give no. you an update, uh, these facts. I've moved away from Gruffalo's tears, and now I'm in the garden. So, cool. well, that, that's that's next month's so, letter. We can have the facts about them next month. Yeah, yeah. I need to, I need some facts about Gruffalo's tears. Yeah. Um, so for now, Robert. Letter F. Where were we? Letter F. It was chasing it. It was chasing it. What? (laughs) I heard him. Um, So he obviously chased his bag around the stage because he was absolutely smashed Mm -hmm. because he just can. Um, Marquis Smith was notorious for for sending chaos on the uh, on the stage. Um, He'd just turn up or turn down bands. Amps and instruments during the show, just just because he wanted to. So they'd spend hours and hours doing sound check, and just before everyone starts playing, he just go around and just start messing with all the levels. Just what, not his, his own his own band, yeah, or like the band that was supporting him. No, no, his own band. His own I, band. I don't want to say to speak out of turn, but it's a good job, Jacob. You're in charge of the soundboard because if I wasn't. If I, Oh. There would have been a punchline there. There would have been, but... Are you back with us, Maka? I am back with you, yeah. I was just talking... I think Marquis has been going at me soundboard. <laughs> 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 but, uh, no, I was just saying that, like, as I said, you probably did hear it, or you might not have done, but, yeah, it's a good job you're in charge of the soundboard now tonight, because otherwise I'd just be doing that to everyone like, as we speak, so... Oh, I've, I've been doing yeah. it all the time. Oh, Absolutely. everyone... You, 
Yeah, it'd be sound like the it sound like the annoying frog. Your voice is just that high pitched and stuff. Great, crazy right. crazy frog. Yeah, crazy frog. <laughs> oh god, fucking hell. Yeah. I bet I'm you used to have that as a ringtone, didn't you, Cody? No, I, I had a lot uh, I had a lot more sense than that as a young gun. In fact, I remember buying the White Stripes Seven Nation Army as my ringtone when that came out. Because I was too cool. <laughs> in rebellion. Yeah, I was like, no, we have Seven Nation Army. Polyphonic ringtone as well. It wasn't even like a proper MP3 or anything. It was polyphonic. I, I always remember that the, the crazy frog kept kept Coldplay, uh, Coldplay off the number one spot, spot in the charts. Did I, it? Just, I don't know why that always for that. Yeah, it always makes me laugh. Like Chris Martin's like, I just got to the piano and I started playing away and the, this bag came to me and I thought, this is the greatest song I've ever written and it got beat by... Nang, 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 nang. I just think that's brilliant. I just think that's brilliant. Oh, Chris Martin, if you're listening, we hate your music. Um, go, more fall facts, Yes, Rob. more fall facts. So yeah, he uh, yeah, he changed everyone's levels. Um, he's renowned for firing people. Mm-hmm. Do you know how many band members the fad over their illustrious career outside of Marky e. Smith mm. six and a half mm, bit mm. more than that I seven and a half <laughs> pie <laughs> yes please I don't know what that is uh, steak it's 3.14 something anyway <laughs> anyway uh, it wasn't pie uh, 17 they had 66 members Jesus what? Christ. 66 members. Because he just loves firing people. Oh, he's like Alan Sugar, isn't he? Who, who, who was a long serve, who was the longest serving member? Do we have like an idea of a time? Uh, Marky Smith. Next fact, Robert. <laughs> I just think I just think if you were like the sixty six uh, the sixty-fifth person and you're like, I want you to join a band, he's like, No, you're not gonna sack me like everyone else. Right? He's like, No, no, no. And he's like, Are you sure? Because you seem to have sacked a lot of people. Yeah, but you're different, baby. I want to keep going back. Oh, you're different, baby. Um, <laughs> was other. I'll, give, yeah. I'll give you a couple of things of what he used to fa- uh, sack people for. Um so he once sacked a studio engineer. While they're recording an album, because he ordered a salad. Fair. What? That's fair. Yep. Studio engineer ordered a salad. Sacked him. See you later. Um, Mark Riley was in the fall, wasn't he? BBC Radio Six Music's Mark Riley was in the fall. Got fired for being called Mark. (laughs) Well, you'd have thought so, wouldn't you? No, he was. he was in the fall from 78 to 1983, so it's probably one of the most posturous, uh, posturous? What's well, not even a word, is it? Um, profitable times. Um, prosperous, he, I think you meant. Prosperous, yes. So he got rid of Mark Riley because he didn't like that Mark Riley on a tour of Australia and Marky e. Smith fired him on the spot. Just, just repeat that one because I think you broke up a little bit then. Um, he... Uh, Mark Riley got fired uh, for dancing to Deep Purple in the night in Australia. Was it the song Marky or the Smith mood? Hates Deep Purple. All oh, right, so it wasn't his moves then. It was just like <laughs> no, doing, it wasn't it was, his moves. He was doing the ma- Macarena to it. It's like, that's not the song you do the Macarena to. You're fired. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you doing the YMCA dance? This is Deep Purple. <laughs> it's stomp, click, clap. Not stomp, clap, yeah. click. God damn it! <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, apparently, they started. Apparently, they started having a fight, and then he uh, he got sacked. So, oh, right. Interesting. Yeah. 
Um, he likes to. Fi- he he went through a phase of finding drummers five pounds for every time they hit the tom tom. <laughs> <laughs> What's the stuff I've got to do with it? He what? He he was finding drummers. Yeah, he's finding these drummers five quid every time they hit a tom tom during a gig. Do you, do you reckon anyone just like he's like you're sacked? He's like no no you're sacked, and then he's like oh <laughs> I'm just like. <laughs> Can't believe sixty-six people didn't think of that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's just stood there going, "Oh Jesus, I'm psyched now." Cry. You're psyched, and he's like, "Oh, touche." <laughs> <laughs> I like um, this kid. He's got balls. <laughs> he's um, he's never read his own autobiography. I haven't Morty either. Smith. Uh, um, he's um. It was written by a ghost. It can't, be, can't be an autobiography then, surely. No, no, no. It was written by a, a, a ghostwriter. What, obviously he, Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good one. Good one. Um, so, obviously, it was written by a ghostwriter. Uh, someone interviewed him. So were his um, tunes, according to Mark Riley. Oh, apparently, yeah. Um, and someone, someone mentioned the influencers of Johnny Cash. Um, and then he, Marky Smith turned around and went, Oh, I can't believe you haven't put he's put my ghostwriter's put that into it. So he's never <laughs> even read his own autobiography. I love him for that. Um, <laughs> Why would you read your own autobiography? You just be like, oh yeah, I remember I did that. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. My, my, my memory's not what it used to be. <laughs> the thing is, I, 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 a, I actually would read my own autobiography. I am that arrogant. You yeah, do the own audiobook for it. <laughs> <laughs> Jacob <laughs> Coyd reads Jacob Coyd. Hang on, this, Jacob is Coyd. <laughs> this isn't the book. Yeah, I know he started going on about gravel for no reason. Yeah, you, I don't even think you do the audiobook. I think you just stand next to people in the bus stop and tell them. <laughs> That, that, you know, like when you watch a film and you can watch a version of the film where the director talks over all the film? Yeah. That's just like a yeah. night out with me. No, it's like watching a film with you. I've been in that situation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even make it. It was it's in black. <laughs> anyway, anyway. We'll, um, we'll, we'll do one more and then we'll play it. Um, cool. yeah. So he, um, he threw champagne at people. Before playing Glastonbury, he threw. Um, he had a bottle of champagne and just threw it in uh, people's faces. What, um, sprayed the champagne. He sprayed the champagne. So yeah, he didn't, um, didn't throw the bottle at him because not the bottle. Been, yeah. No, no, no. He um, he threw all the, sh- the. He sprayed the champagne in, in a certain performer's face. Um, oh, apparently, yeah. they were getting a bit cheeky, um, so they were taught a lesson. Um, oh. They used to be fans of the fall, but he doesn't think they are anymore. Um, do you know who that band are? Can we can we have a oh, well? Let's go for Macca's ridiculous answer first because he'll have something good. Noel Edmonds and Mr. Blobby. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, Mr. Blobby, they had yeah. a Christmas Noel number Edmonds, one. No, <laughs> no, um, no deal. Do we do we get a rough <laughs> era? When... You're welcome, Rob. You're welcome. <laughs> yes, class. Sorry, Kai. What did you say? Uh, do do we get a rough? Era um, of the the recent because recent. it was in 2015. This at Glastonbury, and they're a recent band. We went to recent We went to Glastonbury in 2015. Uh, well, can you re- can you remember the lineup? I don't remember much. Right, okay. I, I'm going to guess that it was. Uh, I'm going to say it was something like Falls. No, it was Fat White Family. 
We have a song called I Am Marky Smith. Yeah, and I've got the paperwork to prove it. Exactly. Um, Mm -hmm. So apparently he sprayed it all on them because they were getting a bit too cheeky. But a lot of it went back on his pants and it was just before he went on stage. So when he got on stage, I just thought he'd pissed himself. Mm. That's quite the anecdote from his autobiography that he's never read. (laughs) <laughs> I have actually, I've actually got a, a quite a good Marquis Smith fact. I know it's not really my place to be jumping. This in is Rob's turf, bitch. But it's sh- it's, sham- it's champagne related as well. That's why I wanted Ooh. to follow one on. Is to. it about so, your magnum of champagne? Uh, it's not. It's nothing to do with my own magnum. Basically, it was playing for um, a promoter I, I know in uh, Coventry. Who he actually used to manage the enemy, uh, John. He was. He had them on in uh, in the Midlands somewhere. Midlands, oh. and uh, Marquis Smith just sat in his dressing room and point blank refused to go on stage because the, the his request on the rider for a bottle of Moet and Chandon champagne hadn't been fulfilled. There was no champagne in his dressing room, oh. so he sat there and he said, "I'm I'm not going on until someone." Gets the champagne. So this promoter had to drive around. Bear in mind, this is in like this is years and years ago. It's not like you can just go to your local twenty-four hour Tesco. He had to drive to like garages after garages to find one that sold mowing like mowing Shandon before he go on. But he's, he was quoted. It got to the point where they were like, "Look, Mark, we'll get you a bottle of champagne. Can you just go on and play the gig? You were supposed to be on half an hour ago." And he turned around and just went. No Moe, no Showe, no Shandon, no Bandon. Now get me my bolly. <laughs> I'm not even joking. I reckon he came up with them before the problem. Like, I think he was like, I've got some great material I'm going to say to the... I can't, <laughs> I can't wait like until that, that yeah. date on the tour that yeah. I get to, where they've forgotten yeah. me bottle. Yeah, um, I'm going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that's uh, Suck It and Spin's new motto, that, isn't it? Mm. Well, no more yeah. way, no show no Shandon, no Bandon. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> come, in, come into a small independent gig venue near you. <laughs> anyway, without further ado... <laughs> Can you imagine... <laughs> They just put Spotify on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Give us the finger all two, put Spotify on. Yeah. All two people in the crowd complaining. <laughs> <laughs> Without further ado, this was by the fall and it's called Lie Dream of a Casino Soul. Good name. Shower. 
That was the fall with um, what was it called again, Rob? Like Light, Light Dream, Dream Casino, Casino Soul. Casino Soul. Not it's an easy so memorable name to remember. That is it? It's not. No, I knew not. I was going to struggle with that one. I had it written down in front of me. I um, I obviously uh, Tom Ainsworth's a huge fan of the fall, so I uh, I texted him yesterday saying, "Oh, uh, you know, I'm going to be doing the fall for the podcast." Yeah. I was like, have you got any recommendations? Because I've never really listened to The Fall. It's not a band that I've ever experienced, really. Um, yeah. I got about 18 texts worth of songs He's lent me the um, biography that one of the members, probably the long, one of the longest-serving members, I can't remember which one it was now, yeah. um, he's lent me one of the biographies. that The, <laughs> the longest-serving um, member. I bet the biography is about from a week long. <laughs> from, from Monday to Thursday. The thing is, with a, with the lifestyle like Marquis Smith, that is enough content for a very thick novel. Like two weeks in his life is probably a book. Yeah, he's going to lend me that book afterwards. So, oh, real? Uh, I haven't even started yet, but I'll, I'll, I'll crack on. I'll crack on. Nice one. Uh, anyway, we're on to the encore of facts, oh, Rob. God. Give us oh, another fact. One more fact. One more fact. This is my favourite fact about. Marky Smith. This is possibly my favourite fact that I've found out about anyone. Ever. Ever, right now. Uh, about a band. Maybe not anyone in, in the world, but, you know, mm. ever. So... I was about to say, there's that one that I told you about me, but I actually not to tell anyone else about that, so... Exactly, well, I, I, shall, not, I shall not reveal. <laughs> don't, um, don't say that on the podcast. <laughs> I won't say it on the podcast. Well, I'll say tell, me, tell me in the song break. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you is Derry Lee. Um, anyway, so, <laughs> in the early days of the fall, they're not making any money, are they? You know, as a, as a, stru- as a band, you know... Um, as as you well know, Jacob, you've been in a couple of bands. When you first start out, you don't make money. You just play gigs. You try and cover petrol money, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah. Please, honestly, you'll never get it. Mark E. Smith supplemented playing in the fall by doing something. What job did Mark E. Smith do so he could play in the fall? Ice so cream man. And, not an ice cream man. Macca worked in the Bacardi Breezer factory. Absolutely not. Great. <laughs> Fucking great. <laughs> what's the your favourite flavour of Bacardi Breezer? Watermelon, don't look like that, a dick. Oh, yeah. what, what's the... <laughs> it's got to be watermelon, What it? was the red one? What was the red watermelon. one? Watermelon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Cool. Unanimous. Um, Bacardi no. Breezer, I haven't had that for <sighs> years. It, it cornered the market till fucking WKD came in, throwing his weight around. Anyway, I was a bit too young for Bacardi Breezes because a bit younger than you. I were were in uh, Jazzy Kex when I was fifteen in Blackburn. Those of you, those you remember the uh, illustrious fifteen mate or Warsteiner. 
illustrious uh, Blackburn nightlife as it was in the in the mid to late noughties. Uh, these are, this is before the days of Live Lounge. There used to be um, a club called Jazzy Kex, owned by the same um, same guy who owned Barzuka. Which, by the way, out of any nightclub I've ever worked for, those are two of the best brand names I've ever come across. Barzuka for a cocktail bar. And Jazzy Kex for a club. I love Jazzy Min. Kex. I love them both. I love them both. Great, great. Very I walked past the pub the other day called... Them too. What that? I walked past the pub the other day called The Football, which I thought was mint. <laughs> it's just like, are you coming to watch the football? Yeah, it's just loads of people stood in the car park looking at a pub. But, um, <laughs> That's all yeah. I've been doing for the last few weeks, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I've had nothing better to do than stare longingly at the Claremont L- Hotel. Listening to Adele. <laughs> yeah. You keep standing anyway, in the waters of closed pubs. I know. <laughs> we went on a closed pub trail the other day, didn't we, Rob? That yeah, was we fun. did. We did. We, all we right, all right, Pete. If anyone, if anyone's stuck for anything to do on a bank holiday afternoon at the minute during the whole coronavirus um, pandemic, <laughs> do what we did, which is get Google Maps up, start at your favourite pub, move on to the next one. The great Salford thing is, pub crawl. Yeah, we did. We did the we did the solve for pub crawl. And to be honest with you, looking back at it, we had Google Maps. We had any pub or bar in the world that we could choose to go to at our fingertips. <laughs> And we started off in the old pipe pot, went to the new Oxford, and then headed away up Deansgate. <laughs> <laughs> so we came to Tokyo, Shanghai. Yeah. The only thing that was missing was watermelon Bacardi breezes. <laughs> um, so what was what job did uh, Marky Smith do to fund <laughs> the early days of his bank career? Marky. And we went off on a big tangent then, didn't we? <laughs> Marky Smith used his psychic powers to earn money. Marky Smith no, used to give not. tarot readings to local housewives. <laughs> That's unbelievable. Unbelie- he used to give tarot. He's got the gift. Proper tarot card. <laughs> that was a great gift. fact, Rob. <laughs> I had to use that one. I, that was amazing. I, you're you're going to get stacked. I can see it. <laughs> So well, yeah, Mikey Smith's got the gift. He's the got card, the gift. I, I'm wow. reading. I'm reading. I'm reading the cards here, and they're saying to me that the show's not going to be very good if um, anyone forgets to buy a bottle of champagne. <laughs> <laughs> Your mic will get turned down inexplicitly yeah. for no reason. <laughs> Nothing for repair. Sorry, that's just more card jokes. <laughs> Bingo, that in it? No, it's a uh, Price Is Right. We're higher or lower? Oh right. yeah. What is it? You used to do it in pub quizzes. Remember 10 them? quid for a line. Yeah. <laughs> 50 quid for a full house. <laughs> I wasn't, I was talking about bingo. We don't <laughs> bingo. Do <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, that was the letter F. That was the Brilliant. fall. That was Mark E. Smith. I'm sure everyone's got loads and loads. I'm sorry I couldn't fit them all in. Uh, no. Tom, you're probably really disappointed if you do listen that I've probably done it to five or six but honestly i could have done hundreds absolute uh, man, man of the people i'm gonna go i'm gonna go out on a bit of a limb here as well if anyone has any suggestions or requests for the next few letters of the month get them in i know next ones will be here uh, g h and i um so there's a, yep. there's an abundance teams, of very good bands we're not getting to the difficult ones yet like that's at the tail end of the alphabet when we're going to start struggle 
But if you uh, do have any suggestions on anyone you want to find some more information about and you can't be asked Googling it yourself, get in touch and uh, we might possibly coincidentally choose the same band that you sent in. <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, from one from one hitch to another, um, I'm going to play the new single from Husky Loops now. Um, we talked about him in one of the previous episodes. Uh, this one is called You Bore Me. <laughs> from Husky Loops. Uh, I, I mean, putting this out to you guys, in my humble opinion, that's the best track they've ever made. I do like Husky Loops. I listened to it the other day, this song. It's mm. melted. But, I mean, the, the, yeah. that album that you can't... You, um, is it... You, I can't even speak English? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's Such fine. a good album anyway. Like, mm. I didn't... Ask, a lot of bands struggle to progress from a first album, don't they? they they'll make something that's pretty banging, it'll take off, it'll do well, and then it, it, they kind of spend the next three years of their career trying to recreate yeah. the magic yeah. that happened. Um, Husky mm. Loops don't sound like they're even trying to make anything that sounded like the first album. That's for no. me. That's a lot like heavier and rockier than anything they've yeah. ever done. It's almost that's got right. a um, like Royal Blood feel to it. Mm. 
Well, you've been telling me you're getting, you've been getting into Royal Blood recently. I have actually really been getting into Royal Blood. I, I don't know why. I always neglected them. I kind of palmed them off as being just like a sort Gimmick. of second-rate Foo Fighters yeah. pop rock sort Jesus of band. Christ. And I'd given, you know, the, the, like, like you say, Rob, you can always, you said to me, you can always tell a Royal Blood song within the first, like, 10 seconds. Yeah. Because they have got such a distinctive sound. But You can I've do the same into, with I've DJ Khaled as well. Well, I've, I've, I've moved away. <laughs> I've moved away from the. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna. I'm not even gonna acknowledge that one. Um, I've moved away from the radio one overplayed singles that they had, and actually really got into the albums, and they they are an absolutely fantastic band. But like, they've kind of been not massacred, but they've been butchered a little bit thanks to commercial radio in a similar way mm-hmm. to the way that Killers were. Like if yeah. you if someone says the killers mm. to you, you think Mr. Brightside and doesn't look a thing like Jesus and they're a terrible pop band. But yeah. if you give up if, if you yeah, exactly. Um if you give Hot Fuss a listen now, tonight, put Hot Fuss on, listen to it cover to cover and just skip Mr. Brightside. Mm. It's such a good album. It's good tunes on it, man. Yeah. Mr. Mr. Brightside is possibly one of the worst songs that I've ever it's just awful. <laughs> It's all, I don't it, think it is. I just think it's overhyped. That's no, the thing. It's a product, it's it's a product of its own I success. Yeah, if it it's, was, it's, if like, nobody in the world isn't sick of that song. There's no. nobody who hears that song and go, "Oh, well, I like this." Oh, I remember this one. This is a catchy. Oh, not heard this in a while. No, mm. the it it it's purely made to be played in a student nightclub on a Tuesday night at two o'clock in the morning. Mm. That's, that's where that's, we hear the most. <laughs> that, that, uh, well, uh, I'm too old for that now. I've got a bit of work at nine. Not yeah, anymore, but... baby. <laughs> <laughs> Fellow. Um, I don't like the kid, but he's got a point. No, no, no. Um, I'll tell you what. I made my own hours, bitch. While we're on the subject of the impacts of the current pandemic... Um, there's been a lot of very interesting uh, and entertaining things happening on social media by many of the artists that we know and love, uh, and also brands and also venues. Um, I'm really enjoying it at the minute, watching the amount of content that's being put out there. Uh, I'm not sure if you saw on, was it on Wednesday night, the United We Stream Greater Manchester website. Yeah, they um, they had Larkin's Glass Caves. And, oh, it was brilliant, I'd say. Yeah. Um, I can't remember the third band they had. I don't know. I should have wrote it down. Uh, they, had, it? they had three. Day, they had three bands on it. Uh, Barry Met. Um, on yes. the United We Stream stream. Um, and that there, yeah, it was absolutely fantastic. I really, really enjoyed. I only that. caught a little bit of glass caves, to be honest. I was, I was doing other things, but yeah, really good. Really mm. enjoyed that. That was, um, that was probably one of uh, the better uh, sort of live streams that I've seen yeah. recently. Uh, yeah, big shout out to uh, to Jimmy's who've been doing live streams every single day. Yeah, they've mm. they've had one a day for the entirety of lockdown, uh, mm. and the, and it's not like they've compromised on quality as well. I've just been browsing through now just to. You know, make sure that was <laughs> quoted on the correct bands. I mean, they had Ben, they had Benjamin Francis Leftwich, they had Lauren Ibbard, uh, Ninth Wave, Tom Gre- Gregory, the ex, uh, like they, they've actually they've had Spectre on. They, they have, they have Spectre on. on. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. love Spectre. Mm-hmm. 
Bang Bang Romeo, uh, Larkins as uh, Red Run Club. Uh, Red Run Club done one. Yeah, yeah, they did one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, class band. Uh, yeah, they, they've just they've gone above and beyond really, and in some cases they've certainly had acts play that would probably be too big to actually play Jimmy's, which is kind of great because. Mm. You still feel part of the same same sort of community. So yeah, big shout out to those guys. Um, I got absolutely off my nut last night watching Moving Festivals <laughs> live stream. Uh, Rob Rob knows from the compromising videos he was being sent at. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, uh, oh, I'm just I eating the chocolate here. What's going on? <laughs> I, I had glow sticks and everything. I was proper Jesus. having it. What it time were you on till? Um, the stream went on till midnight, but I. What then, time were you on? To? Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's a story for another time. Fair enough. He's uh, still going. Put it this way: I'm not slurring my words, and it's 7 p.m. the following evening, so I did get plenty of sleep. Don't worry. Don't you worry? Uh, yeah. I'm the true professional. You, who else have United we stream? They, they was the. I know it's not really our sort of genre of music, but the Hacienda, uh, the factory Hacienda oh. one. Obviously, you can't yeah. you can't be a Manchester-based podcast without at some point giving a quick nod to Factory Records, but their uh, Hacienda um, all-day live stream had um, one and a half million people from around the world watching it. Mental. Have they got good um, internet? The likes of. <laughs> Uh, probably better than ours with the amount of times ours has dropped out so far. What do you mean, So Terry's DJing and you can just hear the Gruffalo kids in the background. <laughs> Gruffalo's tears. <laughs> Gruffalo's tears. Sorry, Gruffalo's tears. <laughs> yeah, I get it right. Um, yeah, so I mean, the, there's been a lot the, a lot of bands doing a lot of really, uh, really cool Cool shit. Part of my uh, part of my language. I'll mark. Don't worry. I'll mark this podcast as explicit when we add it to Spotify. Well, we're always allowed to uh, to swear, aren't we? We are. We are. But sometimes I forget to check the box that marks it as explicit, uh, which is just really annoying because episodes one and three don't look very badass. Uh. But there were some of the, I mean, the original episode three. The original episode three is not going to ever see the light of day. Was it not uh, episode two? Or was episode, it? No, it was, it was episode two. two. It was the one with Jay yeah. Huss in it. And, uh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. When we, stood out, oh. when, we stood outside, when we stood outside going, oh, we are good at this. Yeah. We are good at this. Listen to it back to that. Well, that's not going out. <laughs> Let's do it back next day. It's like no, 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 no. Let's let's yeah. redo it. Anyway, yeah. um, while I'm still on the subject of live streams, uh, Octopus did one from their Instagram nice. last yes. Friday night, which also coincided mm. with um, a little radio show that uh, me and Rob did. Hopefully, that we'll be making a comeback at some point. Maka once again didn't have guest lists, so. <laughs> Yeah, I was outside wearing the wrong shoes. <laughs> no trainers, mate. Name's not down. You're not coming in. <laughs> what are you on about? These are feeling. <laughs> I've got some K Swiss on. So uh, oh, in... come on, lad. They're my best kickers. These. 
we uh, we were very, we were blessed last Friday in Macca's absence with uh, an appearance. <laughs> <laughs> we weren't blessed by Macca's absence, but in Macca's absence, we were blessed with the appearance of uh, Joe from uh, Octopus, who did a quick yes. interview for us. Uh, told us what's on the horizon for them. They've coincidentally. Uh, they all just happen to live in the same house anyway. Yes, so rehearsals and, yeah, re- <laughs> rehearsals and gigs are just like business as usual for them. <laughs> they were um, they were supposed to do a gig at the castle that was pretty much sold out on the on that Friday. Uh, who who was, was putting a, that on, Rob? Um, a little clang, clang a little uh, clang. A Pick little, that up. Little production com- uh, promotion company called Sabotage. Don't know if you've heard of us. Uh, second uh, one of the night. Stop um, it. Stop it. again. Let me just write this down. Um, sabotage. It's, it's sabotage. How do you spell that? Uh, S A B. Sabotage. All right. Anyway, sabotage so podcast Octopus. featuring Duncan and Smith. Sabotage. I'll sabotage you in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> uh, octopus. Moving back to what we're supposed to be playing. Uh, Watch out. <laughs> they uh, gladly came on to do a little interview for us last week. It was very insightful. Um, I called it, by the way, Rob. I said, really reminds me of Blur, first few chords of this. Yes. And when they came on, they said, oh, we came up with these chord ideas. And straight away we thought, oh, this sounds a lot like Blur. We should go with this one. Uh, and I, I kind of felt pride of supporting that one. Yes. Yes, I couldn't. Uh, you couldn't hide your grin, Jacob. Uh, when he said that. I'm kind of... Ian. <laughs> Uh, yeah, kind of glad I missed that then. Yeah. Uh, oh, cheers, Maka. Uh, anyway, without <laughs> further ado, <laughs> this is the latest single from Octopus, um, and it's called Mumbo Jumbo Sale. Jumbo Sale, easy pickings. My second hand heart is next to nothing. All the forward. That is
Octopus's latest track, Mumbo Jumbo Sale. Um, I think that's... I might be going out on a whim here, but I think that's one of my favourite new tracks. Might even be my yeah. favourite release of 2020. Yeah. I'm definitely hearing the Blair comparisons there. Absolutely. Yeah. But Just in, like Parklife. In, in, <laughs> in a good way. Like, you know, nah, to be definitely. compared to Graham Coxon as a guitarist is nothing short of a, nah. of a compliment. Nah, they're... One of the really greatest good. guitarists of all time. Really where, where are they based? Where did you say they're from? Levy. Levenjim. Levenjim. Yeah. Hi. Yeah. Yeah. Manchester lads. Um, I think they all went to uni together, didn't they? And then they've just... I think so, yeah. That's how they formed. Um, and they all and live in a house together. Well, yeah, they, they, they got a house share. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, I suppose it kind of fuels the creative process, but at the same yeah, time, definitely. I couldn't think of... Can you imagine sharing a house with all, like... Your colleagues from work. I think you, you did for yeah. a bit, didn't you, Maka? You shared a pub yeah, with them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Juicy Bridge, RIP. Yeah. yeah. Um, can, you imagine, uh, can you imagine us three living together? I don't think we'd. Yeah. I, I don't think we'd be. Well, I've, I've lived with Maka, haven't I? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was funny. Yeah, some, say, some would say I lived with you. Um, not many. <laughs> but yeah, it was, uh, it was uh, if you lived together and stuff, it sounds like the hankering for like an ITV2 like documentary series yeah. about him. But it would, it would be very fitting. Do you remember, do you remember the Towers of London? And the, yeah. When they had that series about Jesus him. Christ. Yeah, I, went to watch, uh, I went to watch Towers of London once. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> what were they yeah. like? Awful. They played at Academy 3. They were absolutely awful. Donny Tourette jumped in the crowd halfway through a song, like towards the end of the set. Mm. And um, he just was like, just standing there, just, you know, giving it the big one, giving it the Donny Tourette stuff. Um, and then some bloke threw a beer in his face. So he spat at this bloke and then another bloke went, waded in and just knocked him out cold and the gig stopped. <laughs> Did you ever get a chance watch uh, on YouTube Donny Tourette's on Nevermind the Buzzcocks? Oh, unbelievable. Oh, absolutely unbelievable. Simon Amstel absolutely yeah. destroys him. Yeah, they show a clip of the the documentary, and he's like, he's like, fucking like, dick on the sex pistols. Like, I'm fucking dick on the sex pistols. I'm fucking dick on the fucking sex pistols. They were from Peterborough, oh, weren't they? Brilliant. Were they? Yeah. yeah. Which is like uh, probably one of the the cities of absolutely no consequence. Nothingness. Yes. <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, um, Towers of London, great. Uh, yeah, I used to really like Towers London. Uh, that, that, that's what kind of got me into wearing like skinny jeans and Converse and everything. Oh yeah, yeah, I was, I was a, I was a big fan of them. Only like one did, song. Did I was only fifteen, so like, do what? Yeah. Did you dick on the Sex Pistols as well? Uh, no, I quite enjoyed the Sex Pistols. I thought they were a good band. Oh, did dick Still do. Oh, fair enough. Doesn't dick on them. Johnny um, Rotten's put on a bit of uh, timber, hasn't he? Jesus he's Christ, hasn't he? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I've got, he doesn't um, even look real. Yeah, no. <laughs> so I sent me a meme one saying, are you sure it wasn't butter, John? <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, I've got a friend, um, uh, believe it or not. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> one of my dad's mates, he oh, uh, is a very big uh, public image fan. So you know, mass, he go, goes and watches Public Image Limited all over the world. He's seen him in like Asia, Europe, US, a lot. Um, and he went to see him recently. I think it was it was somewhere like it wasn't it wasn't Thailand, but it was somewhere like that, like quite Middle Eastern, uh, sorry, Far East. Yeah. Um, and he John obviously John Lydon recognizes him now. It's to the point where he's like fairly chummy with him because he sees him at all the gigs. Mm. And it just so happened they were staying in. I think they were they were met up after the gig for a pint. And he says, "Oh, come back to meet me. Hotel's only around the corner. We'll have a drink at bar there." So they get to bar. It's like half eleven at this point, and uh, they go to one of the drinks. And the guy's like, "Oh, just let you know, bar's closing at midnight. Um, it's not. It's all last orders is now. Uh, you can have a drink, but you'll have to sup up your drinks before midnight." And uh, my dad's mate, Sai, is just like, yeah, yeah, all right, sound, I'll, I'll pint a lager. Then John Lydon turned around and went, I'll have uh, eight pints of Guinness, please. And the guy, the <laughs> guy in the hotel was obviously like, mate, I'm not getting eight pints of Guinness. I've just told you we're shutting in half an hour. And he said, no, eight, I, w- I want my eight pints of Guinness like, right now. I want my eight pints now. And the guy... The, the guy behind the bar ended up obviously being bullied into giving him these eight pints. Sai's a big drinker, my dad's yeah. mate, Sai. I think he'd got about a third of the way through his lager by the time that John Lydon had supped six of his eight pints of gin. Jesus. He just gone. That's why he's, that's why he's a, a portly gentleman. Larger than life, shall we say. <laughs> Larger it, than life. It's not a love song. Looking at that, is it? No. <laughs> I um. Uh, I tell you. I tell you what. Going back to the uh, the streaming stuff and and the stuff on. that's been going on. Really enjoying it at the moment. Um, I've texted you about it a few times. The uh, Tim Burgess listening parties. Yes, he's been coming out with some crackers. Absolutely at the minute, great stuff. Obviously, um, there's a lot. Of, he's trying to. Uh, originally, it was just one. A night, and now he's getting yeah. to the point where he's doing sort of three a night, uh, really? three album playbacks, and it's just basically, yeah, you know, um, you you play the album, you know, seven o'clock comes and you play the album from start to finish, and one of the either the whole band or a member of the band will tweet about that particular album, the mm-hmm. making process, any stories get, and stuff like the, that. They get the producers too as well, don't they? Producer, anyone who's really associated and can be bothered. <laughs> to do it Inv- involved in the process effectively. involved in the process will two, two of my favorite ones i think obviously i didn't even know this actually until you pointed it out to me that alex capranos from of franz ferdinand fame yeah produced the cribs men's needs women's needs whatever yeah the th- their third album yeah yeah yeah, I, I, I never knew that i never knew that mm. until tim Burgess did the listening party yeah but alex alex capranos Tweeted in about Ross Jarman, who we've had actually DJ for us at Suck yes, It and Spin. We have. Uh, for those of you who don't know, that was the the, inaug- the inaugural Suck It and Spin. We had the Jarman brothers down in attendance to spin some records for us. Um, Alex, uh, Ross Jarman always insisted on not playing to a click. He wanted mm. to play everything straight on the record, and then everyone else would keep with his time. And to test this theory of whether this was actually working or not, I think Alex Kapranos actually recorded him on three separate takes. And then afterwards, just for his own investigative purposes, looked up the length of the drum track 
at start to finish the three and a half minute track. And the differentiation between his three takes was something like 15 milliseconds. Yeah, it's ridiculous, isn't it? Which is just that... He's just a metronome. He is, he is a metronome. metronome. And then um, the, other, the other one that was my favourite was the Libertines. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Uh, that Mick Jones of The Clash. Um, obviously, for those of you who don't know, Mick Jones, Clash's lead guitarist, produced both Libertines album. When producing one of them, I didn't know this, he has a rather attractive daughter. Uh, and it was the first fight Pete and Carl had that brought that drew blood. Was yeah. when uh, was when they were both arguing over which one of them were going to ask her out. <laughs> <laughs> it's got that in it. <laughs> yeah, brilliant, brilliant. I love it. Um, I I was also listening to um, uh, Bornhead has been doing all the Oasis ones, and um, so they've done the first two. Yeah, Bornhead's been doing the Oasis ones. He did the first two, um, and the third one was be obviously be here now. Um, yeah. That was done this week, um, and that I was album, laughing my head off. That album gets a lot of stick. I think it's a good album. I love being out. I've not listened to it in full for maybe four years. I'm going to give it a go tonight. It's tonight's it, project for me. It that. was. It's well funny. It's well because I was because obviously. You know, any documentaries and stuff like that, people, you know, a lot of Oasis are saying, you know, it's just music on coke, it's fo- it's overblown, it's it's whatever. And it actually, it just is. It's five... Yeah, that's what Oasis were about. Yeah, I know, but it's it's four or five mank lads who've got a load of money and who've just become the biggest band in the world and they just go and make an album because they think they're the biggest band in the world. It's hilarious. All around the world, it's nine minutes, 33 seconds. Do you know what the the shortest song is on that album? Go on. I think it's something like four and a half minutes. Is it? Hilarious. Yeah. Absolutely hilarious. They I was drove like, a, they drove a Bentley into the swimming Was it a Bentley they drove into a swimming pool to find the um, uh, Wrong. Is that all? Wrong. Ooh, um, ooh, it was just a prop. Was it? Yeah. yeah. I thought all, they'd actually all done of them, it. All of the, that album cover, all yeah. the stuff on that album cover is just props from a BBC prop room that they borrowed. That. That's a good fact, but I'm also very annoyed about that because yeah, I assumed that, that they're like, well, yeah, if it's going to cost us 30 grand to drive a Bentley in a swimming pool, we need to do it because that's what we want the album to cover to look like. It's annoying that, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's just a bit, a bit gutting, really. A bit, a bit but gutting. yeah, there you go. Anyway. Uh, anyway. anyway. Yeah, if what, you were, what did, I what think did you think know. about that, Macca? Yeah, definitely, twice. <laughs> So, uh, so yeah, um, get onto the um, get onto the listening parties. They're really good. They're carrying yeah. on. Um, I think there's a the second album of the Cribs one. I'm really looking forward to. That's coming up pretty soon. Oh, is, yeah, are they doing good. the second album? Yeah, yeah, my favorite was, album. Was Bands Needs a third album? Third album, yeah. So they did the Cribs, yeah. the Cribs, New yeah. Fellas, um, New Fellas, of course. Man's Needs one. Rare album, New Fellas. Yeah, probably my favorite. Definitely, definitely. Um, yeah, we've got a lot of talking. Al- shall we? Shall we play a track? We should. Um, this is this is one of your picks this week, Rob. Yes, it is. Um, it's by a band called Do Nothing, who, mm-hmm. um, despite the name, are doing bits right now. Um, <laughs> I think they were in my um, hottest picks for 2020. Um, you did, man. Thank you, thank you, Maka. Um, they've yeah. just released some new music. Um, before before we jump into that track, I do want to point out we do have a bit of a running theme 
with this whole kind of coronavirus epidemic. You'll you'll hear this later on in the, in the uh, show when you hear Shy Tunes and also our vintage track. Um, but we've also had You Bore Me. This one's by um, No... Do Nothing. I Do Nothing. Um, we've got uh, an Iggy Pop number I'm bored for the, everyone later on. And I'm not going to spoil no. with Shy Tunes, but there, there's definitely a running theme. Yeah, <laughs> there's another the selection playing, this month. Yeah, we're playing later on, masturbating your own squalor later on. That's good. <laughs> Was that, was that off Green Day's second album? <laughs> I, I think it is, yeah. Yeah. It, it's that, quite the that, toe that's, tapper. That's what's colloquially known as a dookie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Next one is going to be how many pieces of Lego can you fit up your ass? <laughs> that's not the problem. It's hitting them out that's the problem. <laughs> trick, trick question. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So anyway, this one's by Do Nothing. It's called Contraband. Pass that like It is a big thing. Do not play it down. You are my people and I care about you. I'll have a pint of milk, please. Thank you very much. Why would you do such an ugly Now that the world is 
was a real toe tapper, a Mary Poppins showstopper. It was indeed. Fantastic. Was that was our voiceover man, Dean? Shout out if you're listening. How's he been? How's he coping in your house? He just sat there, just waiting for cues. I, I, it, it's hard to be honest. My, I've not got the biggest flat in the world, so the two meter social distancing rule is really difficult. What he does is he's actually in a cupboard, and Jacob just opens a cupboard every now and again. He just shouts something out and closes it. That's how it works. That's <laughs> the contortionist, is Dean. That's, that's, that's that was like, that sounds like my first relationship. That <laughs> in the closet. <laughs> still there 2020 and I'm still there <laughs> don't, don't tell Rosa nearly spat me drink out she won't um, be listening to the podcast anyway it's fine nah, um, it's a class song that really good really yes, enjoyed that very good very very good what's what's the artist called again Rob do nothing do nothing I needed to write that down because I've only got the track name in front of me in my cue yeah, sheet do nothing yeah do really nothing. good uh, really good band um Again, hopefully going to be playing some Manchester shows pretty soon uh, after the lockdown ends. Well, you will no doubt see that on our socials at some point. Uh, We do need to make more of a conscious effort to share things, I think, at the moment as well. Um, If anyone... We we keep promising that we'll tweet things out and share things out, and we've not been doing so. No. I'm going to make a pledge to our listeners out there um, that when I tell you I'm going to share something, I'll actually share it. It's not that hardest of promises to keep to, is it? No, it's mm. not really. It's only two clicks of a button, but you know, whatever. I mean, you've got to write something as well, Rob. No. Right. Yeah, no, it's the copy bit, really. Like, uh, that's that's weird. Weird. Sad. Writing is sad. <laughs> Tell Marquis e. Smith that. <laughs> uh, he, he couldn't even be asked writing his own autobiography. Couldn't even be Good, asked man. reading his own autobiography. Good. Man. Um, Anyway, I think that it is now time for our favourite feature of the week. And now for shy tunes. Like normal tunes, but shite. It is indeed time for shy tunes. And for those of you who haven't listened to one of our podcasts before, the concept of shy tunes is usually very simple. Uh, We don't like music that seems to be popular with the UK public. So what we tend to do is play a track from a current artist that's charting in the UK charts and we tear it to pieces because it's god-awful and all the stuff you listen to on our podcast is a lot better. However, this month, it's a peculiar set of circumstances. And as a result, this month's Shy Tunes has tried to, I wouldn't say capitalise on the current situation, but it's certainly made observations about it. And I think our work has done, Maka, because all the articles that I've seen that discuss this track have thrown enough shade on it to last a lifetime. <laughs> it's definitely. Well, I think uh, that for those of you who want to know what it is, it's uh, by an artist, uh, a hippity hop artist called hippity Tom Ma- Tip- Hippity the- to the Hoppity uh, artist called Tom MacDonald. No relation Rel- to Relative me. of yours, is he? <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, I would definitely social distance away from him after this. Uh, whole thing, but yeah, he's he's released a hip hop song about coronavirus. And what's it, what's it, it called? It's called Coronavirus. <laughs> and, um, no, it's not. 
<laughs> yeah, and basically, basically, I came, I came across it because um, it was really good. No, I came, I came across it. Um, Rob's and face. It, just listen to it. I listen to it. And basically, it's do you know, do you know, there's that, that stereotype of Karen on Facebook who yeah. like yeah. kicked off about five. The one who wants to speak to the manager. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's basically the ramblings of Karen from Facebook over some sick beats. Um, I, just, uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. It's just, it's it's just, it's just a song about the coronavirus handled with all the warmth and depth of a Unix wet dream. It's just absolutely <laughs> terrible. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> Sorry, what was that? Handled with the warmth and depth of a Unix wet g wet dream. Yeah. Yeah, that's how wow. I describe it. Five stars. <laughs> <laughs> that is one of the most poetically inept things I've ever heard you say in the six years I've known you. Years. I wrote it in crayon before the show. Um, but yeah, I think I think I think we all want to listen to a bit of this. Don't yeah, we? without without further ado, absolutely fucking yes. <laughs> this is Tom McDonald with his latest track entitled "Coronavirus." Don't know what to think about this virus. Started in China, now everybody in America's hiding. There's no groceries, cause people start to panic and buy it. The shelves are empty, the ones with plenty already stockpiling. Y'all making memes, think it's funny? Wait a week till the riots, wait a month till the only way to eat is be violent. It's not the sickness that's scary, it's all the people who island. The government lying, they trying to keep us calm through the sirens. You know it's for real. And all the pharmaceutical giants don't have a cure that they can sell you, so now everyone's dying. There's no vaccines or medication made that can fight it. I guess it's time to pray to God we can't rely on the science. And everyone one around me in a mask and some gloves the stock market crashed and the banks bought the bus tell us sanitize our hands this will pass it's a bug stay inside you'll be fine till we're trapped there for months it's a ghost town we're in this together this is superb Let's just have a little bit more. I want to hear what the next verse yeah. is saying. Yeah. It's a pandemic. But we don't listen to the news because they lied to us for years. So how we know that this is the truth? And most of us are young enough to think that we're immune. So we just pass it on to people who won't survive it like you. It's either worse than they're telling us or it's nothing at all. But the school shut down, a ghost town in the mall. They go quarantine the city, block the road out of Dodge. Then tell us leaving our homes is actually breaking the law. This is just the beginning. You know it's got to get worse. If the doctors get sick, the hospitals won't work. The conspiracy... Uh, if, the, if the doctors get sick, the hospitals won't work. It's that man has literally, he's literally just sat down and gone, right. Um what what's been going on with this coronavirus? Right. Just yeah. written everything down in a big list. Yeah. Mm. There's a song here. There must be. There's got there's <laughs> gotta be a song in this. Yeah. I he's just li- I just like the idea that Biggie rapped about like is the crack being sold on the block. NWA rapped about black <laughs> black oppression. And then he's rapping about being no pasta in Tesco's. I just feel like like he's a credit to the art form, I feel. But I just think, like, yeah, I I mean, reading it, it has got got people who do like it, and I suppose because it's got a quite catchy hook, because it's a ghost town. Uh, But I just feel like he's, he's done this, and he's got, like, if in England, they'd be uproar if he wasn't doing it to raise money for the NHS. But, uh, 
Yeah, he he's just put out there to kind of. Hang on, you say people like that? Mate, one of the things that we usually do on the shy tune section of the show is we will go on to the comments on the YouTube video and we'll read some of the more um, obscure ones out, which tend to provide hours and hours of comic delight. However, uh, the only ones I saw on this one were about... Like farmers saying it's yeah. nothing to do with us not having food provided oh, yeah. quick enough. I've had a tractor for eight years mm. and I'm having to pour my milk down the drain because I can't get it on the shelves fast enough. But mm. uh, what, what was the article you sent me? Was that from the Observer? Uh, it, yeah, it Observer. Rapper Tom McDonald's song Coronavirus might be yeah. worse than the actual coronavirus. Yeah, and I, think, <laughs> I think that's a fair shout. Um, yeah, <laughs> I think it really is a fair shout because it's a ghost town. Can I, can, I, um, can I read the opening paragraph to that article? Yes, go for it. It's just, it's, uh, Gar- Garrett Gravely who wrote this is, in my opinion, a better writer than Tom McDonald. We live in a world where... <laughs> quality... <laughs> We live in a world where calamity and disarray are only being exacerbated by the coronavirus pandemic. And it's moments like these when we look to seasoned experts for guidance and cultural figures to lend a voice to a confused generation. Uh, Tom McDonald falls into none of these categories. (laughs) (laughs) Throwing shade on Tom. I would, I would, I would go as far as say, as an American, he should he should nominate himself to test Donald Trump's theory of injecting himself with the Nestos bleach uh, to see if it works. Um, <laughs> a shot of Nettol before bed. Yeah. We've all done exactly. that. We? we did but, that in yeah. the early days of socket and spending. What, what was that, by the way? Like, Donald Trump legitimately suggested that injecting... Do you know, the the funniest part of that is there's actually been a huge rise in the number of people being admitted to American hospitals with uh, from uh, ingesting disinfectant. My mama said it was calm. People have actually gone out and tried it. Lot, no more it? trying to raids for me, baby. <laughs> I just, I just drank some silly bag, and now I feel great. <laughs> me and you, Maka, as when we when we become hillbillies, we'll t- we'll do everything that Donald Trump says. Yeah, but for now we're stuck in England. <laughs> yeah, I've um, never ever been so grateful. <laughs> yeah, I've never been so grateful. I would like to say I am not a big fan. Have you not? Oh, Tom McDonald. Of, of Tom McDonald's coronavirus. No, I... it, it, it's called coronavirus. Oh, it's called coronavirus. Oh, no. The, the sorry, name I just of the track was... is coronavirus. So, sorry, I thought it was called Ghost Town. Sorry, mm. I'm not a fan of um, Tom McDonald's yeah. coronavirus. He's, he's got, he, he has got a new song coming out soon about 5G masks as well, which is going to be <laughs> an absolute banger. <laughs> it's like, going to be lit. going on across the nation? People are getting 5G radiation. It's a radiation town. That's what it goes like. I was about, I, I was about, about, to, say, I was about to say, when he when he drops that track about 5G, it'll definitely be fire. Nice. Oh, nice. I mean, he comes from a long line of artists that have sung about yeah. stuff. First, it was his dad singing about AIDS. Then it was his mm. granddad singing about polio. Then it was his mm. great dad, granddad about Spanish flu. You see where I'm going. I yeah. mean, he's just—he's just, he's just yeah. done all. He's just all of it. Yeah. 
Well, McDonald is actually, it's MAC, which is from Irish heritage. So he's, initially his family started singing about the potato famine. Um, so yeah, and it just escalated from there. But yeah, yeah, I think Tom McDonald, um, sorry, mate, but you right going future. to ask shite things. Yeah, he's yeah, got a bright future ahead of him. Definitely <laughs> lands in the category of possibly uh, worst, worst, best tune we've ever had on. No, that's, the worst, that's worse than yeah. Justin Bieber's. That's worse. Yeah. That's worse I, than the Macarena. Yeah, that was I, the you love that though. You love that. <laughs> Rob I love that one. I, I, didn't. I think when we've done enough of these, we need to do like a shite tunes festival, um, and just get them all playing in one place well, at one right. time, and then we'll just lock the gates and just leave them in there. We could we could put a shite tunes Spotify playlist together. So we could do two, as it stands, uh, for anyone out there listening, if you visit suckitandspin.com and head to our podcast page on the website, uh, you will find on the website a playlist of every up-and-coming, jaw-droppingly good, inspiring artist that we've had on the show, apart from... We don't put the shy tunes ones in there because we don't want to sully the good name of hardworking musicians of Manchester with the likes of Tom McDonald. However, I'm very much up for putting together a Spotify playlist of shy tunes. Like, we can go, look, this is what we think you should listen to and this is what you shouldn't. (laughs) Absolutely. I'm up for it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Well, um, should we just for the end of this? Should we listen to a bit more of of coronavirus? We got it. We got to do it. Just go on, just upon the replay, DJ. Upon the replay, I'm going to go from the second verse. You ready? Yeah. Oh, I'm ready. DJ! It's awful, isn't it? It's absolutely <laughs> awful. <laughs> it oh. sounds like what a, a year six student would put out. Yeah. Um, I mean, God bless you, Tom McDonald. I'm sure you're. I'm sure you're. I'm sure your intentions weren't to do anything but bring hope and guidance to a nation of love <laughs> at this time. I'm How sure are you that, saying that with a straight face? I'm sure that you weren't just trying to capitalise on um, current happenings for a bit of social media trending because no artist would ever, with any integrity would ever do that. So fair no. play to you, Tom. Uh, thanks for that one. Uh, going back to our usual theme of what coronavirus, coronavirus is actually like, it's pretty fucking boring. It is. It is pretty um, boring. So I think there's no better song that we could end this month's show on than the inimitable Iggy Pop. Oh yes, Rob's suggestion. My suggestion, uh, nice, nicely played, Robert. So it's no goodbye from me, Jacob Coyd. Goodbye <laughs> from you. Which one, me or Micah? Take pick, take pick. Me. Both. Of you. Thanks very much. We've had we've had Rob Johnston, James McDonald. I'm Jacob Coyd. It's been a wonderfully funny evening, and this one is by Iggy Pop. It is called "I Am Bored." Ladies and
lengthy monologue. I'm living like a dog. I'm bored. I bore myself to sleep at night. I bore myself in broad daylight. Cause I'm bored. Just another slimy bore. Still sick in the broad daylight Cause I'm bored 